Professor Berkey, the author of the biography Living Without Fear and the co-publisher of the Amazon best-selling Inspired Journeys. Get in touch with me if you want to start living without fear or writing a book. And please share this podcast with a friend who you know needs to hear this episode. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, write a short review and rate it on your favorite podcast platform with a lot of stars if you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for your support. This truly means a lot to me. And today I'm so excited to have Diane Guttrich with me. She is an English and German language specialist who is originally from New Zealand, living in Switzerland, and who is on a mission to share mindful communication techniques that promote well-being and healthy relationships. She believes that by practicing mindfulness, we can cultivate a deeper sense of awareness, compassion and connection in our lives. She invites women and men on this journey towards greater mindfulness and well-being through authentic communication. So welcome to the show, dear Diane. Thank you, Esther. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to join you. I was very honored to receive your invitation. <laughs> You're welcome. So let's start with the question. What has been your turning moments in life or that turning moment in life? I can really honestly say the, the biggest influence that I remember in my life has been my family and the support and the love and the fun and the yeah the the difficult times the growing moments and yeah just being able to yeah grow up in a wonderful supportive loving family and friend network environment yeah i'm i'm very grateful for that and it was after going through that that i i was able to spend a year living away overseas i've always had a an adventurous spark inside of me that's made me want to yeah despite the wonderful supportive and and loving home environment something in me has always needed and wanted to get out <laughs> um so yeah with with love I, I i left i've left my family in new zealand and i'm here um but my first adventure was in japan and living there and studying there for a year and I would say that that was the big turning point that put me on the path towards language learning and communication specifically so yeah I would say that that's been the the real launching point of the path that I've taken mm. yeah, definitely so I I guess you speak several languages. Which ones? Um, yes, well, I studied Japanese after that year, year's exchange experience in Japan. I studied it at university and I graduated with a bachelor in a bachelor degree in Japanese. And I also studied German, but it's really funny. I studied German at high school. I started when I was perhaps 14 years old 
and I did okay at high school. And then I thought, okay, I studied it at high school after living in Japan for a year, I'll take Japanese and German. I did German for a year and the teacher, she was so funny, a German woman. And she said to me, Diane, I'm gonna give you this class. I'm going to let you pass this paper uh, in, in German, but please don't come back next year. <laughs> And so, yeah, so with, with German, my, uh, my language experience stopped very abruptly <laughs> after my first year at university there. It was really funny. I yeah, have to laugh about it now. I speak C2 proficiency German and teach, <laughs> and teach German as a second language. And how come you landed in Switzerland? Well, there's a saying amongst us expats that you either end up somewhere for love or for work. Uh, for me, for me, it was for love. <laughs> oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah unfortunately, <laughs> there's the 50 cent, 50% statistic um, against, <laughs> against that love. So unfortunately, it, it hasn't, it hasn't sustained through the years. But the adventure, however, and my two beautiful daughters um have have always been there yeah and I guess that's that's what I was here for <laughs> and how come you got interested in authentic communication I love this well after having studied academic language proficiency um, I taught IELTS and Cambridge Certificate Gold proficiency English for academic purposes for young adults teenagers and young adults to prepare for university communication, university presentations or essay writing. That was my focus then. Um, after that, I was given the opportunity to speak, uh, to work, well, speak as well as part of the job, um, speak, write, uh, work in technical communication. And the connection was that the document the documentation and the, uh, I guess, the training manuals, teaching materials would then go on to support technicians in the field for working with highly complicated mechanical or software devices, software applications. Um, and so I was, again, tempted by the adventure. The job there took me to Australia to work with the Australian <laughs> army and the government. <laughs> um, and yeah, and so I, yeah, the, my sense of adventure took me into technical communication. And just, you know, as we get older, we, we realize things, don't we? <laughs> and yeah, now having children, and having that life experience, having had that adventure, I can truly appreciate what I grew up with at home. And I appreciate that that wonderful, caring, loving environment comes from the authentic and true connection between what we feel and what our authentic experience is and what we say and how we say it because it it ripples out even if we don't use the words to express how we authentically feel 
we're going to express it anyway. Um, yeah, with body language, with our facial expressions, with our tone. Communication is not just words. It's it's the tone, even just without pronouncing a word in particular. Uh, you know, when we say that, the whole connection, the whole emotional experience we get from that tone is um, dissatisfaction, um, upset, um, bitterness, perhaps. And the tone where we say, oh, the, the tone there is much more positive and uplifting. And so the, the power of those tones is far more powerful than than the words that we can academically or technically choose to say yeah mm. and so yeah connecting connecting the authentic tone and the authentic feeling to also match with the words that we say is mm. yeah it's it's what's really important for those truly sustainable loving caring supporting relationships with family Beautiful. Do you, do you have a special memory when you started paying attention more to all these cues? Yeah, my kids, my kids in that difficult part of, of my life, you know, it's always difficult situations that trigger us to grow and change. Yeah, when, when I saw in my children, I, I saw myself and, and what was not right. I saw it reflected in my children. I thought, oh, that is so wrong. I have to change. It was, yeah, I don't want to go into detail about, about that negative, about that experience, but it was definitely that that triggered this, the realization and the true understanding that the power of, of what I say and how I say it, what I choose to say is the most powerful. We have, we have the choice, we have the power to create such beauty through what we say and how we say it. And so it was a, it was a real aha moment, uh, a transcendental experience where I just realized, actually, actually I'm not a victim. I'm here in Switzerland, I'm stuck away from my true support network, but I have the memory and I have that experience from my childhood to get me through this. It's helped to make me into who I am and this negative experience and my mistakes <laughs> and what I've learned from those mistakes can also help me to grow and be stronger and be there for my kids and be what my kids need me to be. Speak the words that my kids need to hear because they're authentic from my perspective and because they're uplifting and encouraging and supportive for them, for the mm. children. Wonderful. Uh, what helped you, Diane, to get more aware of your language and also of your signs and expression, facial expressions? I've always been a language and grammar nerd. I've always mm -hmm. loved language. Um, and 
and singing and anything to do with voice it it it's just in me so i i'm gonna say it's in my dna my father is a musician um a semi semi-professional musician he worked as a an electrical installation technician by day and at the weekend by night uh, he played keyboards uh, in a rock band and so yeah I got that from my dad he was yeah his music and and his presence is stable and caring and supportive presence um was a wonderful foundation for my mum to yeah, be an amazing mum and be there th together with me and my brother through all day, every day, ups and downs and and providing the support that that we needed as kids. And so, yeah, it was, yeah, I guess it, it comes from that. Just my dad's steady, dependable presence and security and, and my mum's all day, every day routine and support and fun and caring yeah that's what it was <laughs> and i imagine that when you started paying attention more to your language your your daughters started to change as well absolutely when, when did you see the first sign or yeah that something changed in you and also in them it didn't take long after I noticed. Well, it's again, it's the authentic communication. It was it was what was in my heart and what was in my true authentic belief about myself and the situation. Kind of my emotional being is what they picked up on first. And then it took it it took them some time, I guess, to realize, oh mummy's energy is is not chaotic and stressed and afraid and worried anymore mummy's mummy feels sure and and safe and secure in herself as an island in in a in a culture and in a country that is not my own without a without a friend and family network despite that I've found the peace and serenity and safety in myself and knowing that my choice was right, knowing that I was going the right way for myself and ultimately for my children. Mm. And they they then obviously had to test that because they see, oh, mummy's changed. And then they test it and, and, then, and they poke <laughs> and they try and they 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 look they feel destabilized and that comes out as emotional outbursts as tantrums um as upset and despite that as a as a parent staying calm i'm i'm the parent i'm emotionally regulated i can be there as a stable rock to help them get through their emotional instability they're the kids they're meant to be emotionally unstable and especially yeah going through teenage life now um preteen kind of pre-puberty 
kind of emotional roller coasters, it's also actually a wonderful experience. Emotions are not to be feared. Emotions are necessary. We, we need them. They inform us. They're there to, yeah, it was that, it was that fear and that worry and that stress that made me think, hmm, something's wrong. I shouldn't be feeling this way. A harmonious and good life doesn't need to be like this. And so that's when I, I, I realized I needed to listen to my emotions with my rational brain and say, hmm, okay, I'm feeling this. What do I need to do to make it different? Do I need to change myself? I can't change anybody else. They need to go on their own journey. I can make the changes within myself to find my own stability and go the way that helps me <laughs> yeah, stay stay on the right path for myself and for my kids. <laughs> I love this. I, I remember my son, when I started changing, I, I told him a lot of things were, were in my head. And sometimes when I lost my inner security or if I started being kind of negative talking, he always reminded me of, Mama, you, you told me something else the other day. So mm -hmm. do yeah, you exactly. Also have They're some, not stupid. Do you also experience um, this? Do you, know, do you have some examples maybe? My, my kids, I notice that, well, they feel safe. And I always tell them that they should feel safe to talk about anything. They don't need to they don't need to worry about mummy being angry or upset or um, mummy telling them to shut up because they're not allowed to say that or think that or feel that, that they're welcome to say anything. And then it comes out. And then sometimes it comes out, you know, then I'm, I've been very conscious about staying authentic to my own voice and, and keeping myself on track with that so yeah I, I find that my my kids just yeah really appreciate that too just that that stability knowing when they lose the plot <laughs> as we say when they lose their um stability when they when they feel disconnected or, or don't know what to do that they have that safe haven that they can come to and share and then I can help them to get back on the right emotional track and yeah basically learn emotional regulation hmm. and say okay when when they when they fight uh, she said this and she said that and uh, and then yeah helping them to helping them to identify what they need in the situation usually if they feel like they're not getting what they need they're sad and they need something or maybe they're um, angry because they've lost something maybe they're, they're just not getting something or they feel like they've lost something and really coming back and focusing on your own essential needs in any moment oh I'm frustrated because she's got my favorite fluffy toy and actually I want it back 
I said she could have it, but she's kept it too long now and I need it back. And then, yeah, teaching them how to negotiate those basic needs and wants in all day, every day, basic life. Yeah, whether it's about fluffy toys or who's in the bathroom first, you know, it's, <laughs> it's real life. And yeah. if someone is listening now, um, what kind of advice could you give this person who wants to start more mindful communication? Be, be silent is my first is my first recommendation don't speak don't speak first of all I did a course in authentic communication particularly for authentic feminine communication and the essence of that course was to breathe like a meditative ex meditative experience breathe sit up straight like you've got a like you've got a, a feather, uh, sorry, a, um, a string pulling from the top of your head to get you straight. Feel gravity pulling particularly your womb, pulling the, the, the seat of your, of your pants down through into the earth through gravity and breathe into that and relax. Keeping the posture straight. Head up and breathing, breathe out and do that until, because you've got so much crazy stuff going through your head, being present in your conscious and um, I guess thinking part of your brain or distracted by social media part of your brain, it takes a while to get out of that and, it, and into your own body and into what you're actually what are you actually authentically feeling in the moment? And then, yeah, just breathe, breathe into it. It's difficult for me now because I need to, I need to be in my cognitive mind to explain it <laughs> as a concept. And when you're in your conceptual thinking mind, it's difficult to be in your emotion, <laughs> um, um, emotional brain or emotional center. Um, yeah, breathe relax and sometimes don't be don't be disappointed or afraid if it takes a long time it's not going to happen overnight make it just take five minutes a day or if five minutes are too much take 30 seconds a day start out small just say nothing breathe and give your mind space to think what's good for me what do I need what's right for me in this moment or what's wrong what's wrong with me in the moment and what would help me you know usually what's wrong with me comes to, into mind first get all these things um, popping up especially at night I notice with my kids all of the negative, difficult emotions come up at night. Yeah, so first of all, think. And then when you feel ready to speak, yeah, it's definitely a good idea to speak about it. If you don't have a person that you trust, um, I mean, if you've got a therapist, that's always good. 
speak to somebody that you can relax with and feel safe with and speak. Um, but until that's possible or if that's not possible for whatever reason, write. Like you say, Esther, writing is such a powerful and freeing activity. It's a way to just process and release all those negative things. Another thing that helps me or helped me is um, five rhythms dancing. Just be, being in your body, dance. Five rhythms is it starts out meditative and it gets in, increasingly uh, faster, and then you can until you're really shaking because your nervous system um, saves up a whole lot of negative experience and negative energy. And yeah, dancing, especially like that, helps to get it out. Wonderful. Yeah. Something else, uh, Diane, you'd like to share? Yeah, life is good. Ultimately, life is good. And we have the power. Yeah, we have the power and the control to make it that way. We have, there are so many wonderful opportunities, wonderful people, wonderful experiences, wonderful things to learn. And Sometimes it takes a while, but, and sometimes it feels like maybe we're stuck in, <laughs> stuck in a, um, a whole shadowed, dark, horrible space. But ultimately, um, ultimately we have the chance to learn from those difficult, negative, dark spaces. And we can transform ourselves and yeah, the light at the end of the tunnel is there. It may be small, really small, like a pinprick, but it is there. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So thank you so much, Diane, for sharing your wisdom today. Thank you, Esther, for sharing mm -hmm. your time and also your wonderful book, I must say. So inspiring, so beautiful and so moving and touching. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Diane. And thank you, dear listener, for spending your precious time with us. And in case you feel worthless today and nobody seems to like you, we tell you, you're amazing. We love you and you're a gift to everyone who crosses your path. And please tell yourself these sentences over and over again. Have an amazing day and talk to you next week.